Clouds and showers with mid to upper 40s. Today will be wet and windy with highs near 54. I'm Mark Prell. Good morning from the KRCB Sonoma County Newsroom. Here's your first news for Friday, March 1st, 2024. The most powerful Pacific storm of the season is bearing down on the Sierra Nevada. Forecasters say it is packing multiple feet of snow and dangerous winds that will create blizzard conditions likely to close major highways and trigger power outages into the weekend. Much of the Sierra is under a blizzard warning now through Sunday. The biggest impacts are expected to last into tomorrow. As much as 10 feet of snow is possible in the mountains around Lake Tahoe this weekend, up to 6 feet in the communities on the lake's shores. The outlook for public school budgets around Sonoma County is again looking bleak. Districts like Santa Rosa City Schools are turning to layoffs to balance the books. KRCB's Noah Abrams has more. State budget projections started off the year in bad shape, and they're only predicted to get worse, especially for schools. Some say belt tightening will need to mirror Great Recession levels to stave off big cuts to staff and programs. Santa Rosa City Schools, the city's largest district, is already dealing with what's called a qualified budget. When you're positive, that means you will be able to meet your current and two subsequent years expenditures. When you're qualified, that's indicating that you may not be able to meet those expenditures in the current or two subsequent years. That's Sarah Lampenfeld with the Sonoma County Office of Education. Santa Rosa City Schools Board of Trustees now plans to eliminate dozens of positions. Santa Rosa Teachers Association President Catherine Howell warns of the impacts layoffs and cuts to classroom staff will have on students. These are choices that will have everlasting, unreturnable repercussions. These kinds of cuts happen and they don't get restored. As board trustee Ed Sheffield notes, districts up and down the state are facing drops in state funds and one-time dollars. And Santa Rosa City Schools, among many other districts, is facing declining enrollment, essentially getting squeezed on both sides. This is how the pendulum swings. We, we have a messed up system around public education. The 57 positions set for elimination is down from the district's original projection of 85 positions and from the last minute revision of 66. The school board opted to spare a number of English language specialists from the proposed cuts. The total number of educators laid off will be finalized after other rounds of budget forecasting and personnel choices like retirements and non-renewal of contracts. Noah Abrams, KRCB, Sonoma County News. Thank you, Noah. More than four years of investigation and litigation into an allegedly illegal Napa County short-term rental business ended in a half-million-dollar settlement for the county. KRCB's Mark Albert reports. While the city of Napa does issue permits, short-term rentals are prohibited in unincorporated Napa County. A 2019 Napa County Grand Jury report found that despite prohibitions, 450 residences were nevertheless being used as short-term rentals. The settlement agreement represents a big step in upholding the integrity of Napa County's zoning and short-term rental regulations. Brian Bordona is Napa County's planning director. The county's enforcement efforts in this case represent our commitment to protecting businesses that operate in compliance in the community's interests. The official response to that 2019 report vowed to continue enforcement, noting negative impacts to school enrollment rental prices and local tax revenue. Officials were tipped off by a nuisance complaint concerning a home on Mount Vita Road in 2018 possibly being used as a short-term rental. The county began investigating late the following year. A suit was filed in 2021. Officials allege that the same operators doing business as Wild Horse Properties LLC were also using a second home on Wild Horse Valley Road also as a short-term rental. The company has no listed phone number. 
The county ended up hiring an outside firm, which ultimately resulted in the settlement. According to the Napa Valley Register, the county had sought three times the agreed-upon amount. A message left with Erica Green of the firm Aleshare and Winder, which represented the county, was not returned by deadline. County officials described settlement talks as prolonged and that the $500,000 settlement covers expenses, including unpaid hotel taxes, penalties, code enforcement costs, and outside legal fees. As of Thursday, the five-bedroom, five-bathroom house at 5145 Wild Horse Drive was listed for lease at $25,000 a month, according to the website NapaHomesAndEstates.com. Mark Albert, KRCB, Sonoma County News. Thank you, Mark. You're listening to Sonoma County First News. Well, many utility customers accustomed to sticker shock when opening their bill are in for a bit of surprise, but in a good way. Next month, millions of Californians will receive their twice-yearly bill credit. KRCB's Mark Albert here again with more. The credit is essentially a portion of cap-and-trade credits utilities must purchase under California's cap-and-trade climate program. Governor Gavin Newsom Thursday announced the credits will appear on bills in April automatically. Pacific Gas and Electric customers will receive a credit of $140.63. That's according to the California Public Utilities Commission. That's just about $6 less than what the average California household can expect. Customers of third-party entities known as community choice aggregators can also expect credits. Sonoma Clean Power customers will receive the same amount as PG&E customers. That's according to Kate Kelly, a spokesperson for Sonoma Clean Power. The bill credits typically automatically appear on April and October bills. Mark Albert, KRCB, Sonoma County News. Thank you, Mark. Researchers say California isn't capturing the massive amounts of stormwater that could help the state better weather future dry spells. That's according to a new nationwide report out this week. CalMatters water reporter Rachel Becker has the details. The water that we're talking about collecting here is rainwater that flows off streets and yards into storm drains. The new study from the Pacific Institute says if California were to capture and treat all that water instead, it would be enough to supply almost 7 million Southern California households each year. Water officials and experts agree that capturing more stormwater before it flows into drains and eventually the ocean is a top priority to help boost California's water supply. But collecting, cleaning, and storing runoff like this can be expensive, and California cities that are prone to flooding must also strike a complicated balance between capturing the water and preventing floods. That's Rachel Becker reporting. Life's triumphs, tragedies, and absurdities take center stage today as two new shows open for the monthly First Friday Gallery Crawl in Santa Rosa. Works by Sonoma County and other Northern California artists explore birth and death, emotions, conflict, and the meaning of life in a show called The Human Condition. Also opening today, works of seven young local and undiscovered female artists dubbed The Newcomer's Art Project. The work is centered on graphic novel or comic book style and inventive heroes. Local guerrilla street artist The Velvet Bandit is also rumored to appear. The newcomer's work will be on display for two weeks. The Human Condition closes at the end of April. A third show, Figures and Faces, closes at the end of March. Tonight's opening reception at the Santa Rosa Arts Center runs from 5 to 8 p.m. The center is located at 312 South A Street in the city's Sofa District. Now this. At a time when information continues to come at us faster and faster, sometimes you need to hit pause and rewind. 
NPR's Throughline takes you back in time to the source of the news stories filling your feed. Find NPR's Throughline wherever you get your podcasts. Santa Rosa Police Chief John Cragen is inviting residents to help shape priorities for the years ahead. The department will hold an open house next Wednesday where attendees can share ideas and feedback about policing, areas of focus, and top needs in terms of public safety. SRPD says all feedback will be reviewed and will inform their strategic plan. The department is also conducting an online survey about the strategic plan through March 18th. That can be found on the Santa Rosa Police Department's webpage. Turning now to weather, rain or showers into the afternoon with some possible thunder. We'll have light gusty winds from the south and highs near 54. Tonight, more showers and possible thunder, lows around 39. Then tomorrow, rain or showers, possibly thunder again. Lighter winds, though, from the southwest. Highs hang near 49. Sunday, same scenario, but lighter winds, highs in the low 50s. Then we're partly to mostly sunny heading into next week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, still a chance of showers each day, but the highs now in the upper 50s. We can expect overnight lows mostly in the 30s to low 40s. For today, rain and wind at the coast, gusting from the southwest, 20 to 30 miles per hour at the beaches. Bodega Bay, you're reaching 53 later. We have Sebastopol, Grayton, Petaluma and Sonoma all climbing to 54. Hillsburg, Windsor, Forestville, and Guerneville will see 53 for a high. Cloverdale, you'll hit 51 and 53 on the way for Santa Rosa. Well, thanks for starting your day with us. We are your local member-supported public radio newsroom. You can become a member at krcb.org. And that's where you'll also find more local reporting plus any updates to the stories you just heard. And join us for Morning Edition and All Things Considered for more North Bay News coverage weekday mornings and afternoons on KRCB 104.9. From Sonoma County's NPR station, I'm Mark Prell. Stay safe out there, enjoy the weekend, and have yourself a good day.